was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace Of doubt in my mind Saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace Put out in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer I couldn't leave her if I tried I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace Of doubt in my mind I'm in love The Monkees before that Tom Jones here at WATR 1320 AM Good morning Glad to have you by today uh, Our pleasure on a Friday morning Hi, this is Tom Shute. I'd like to introduce you to attorney Barry Horowitz. Barry is a nationally recognized estate planning attorney in our area, and he's going to be talking about living trusts and proper estate planning. How are you today, Barry? Just fine, Tom. Barry, why is a living trust better than a will? Tom, a living trust is better than a will because it avoids probate, both when you die and when you become disabled. How much money should you have to make a living trust worthwhile? Opinions vary, but we believe that if you have about $75,000, that means anybody who owns a home, you should be doing a living trust. In fact, I'll be hosting free living trust seminars on Tuesday, May 17th in Canton, Wednesday, May 18th in Wilcott, Thursday, May 19th in Newington, and Saturday, May 21st in Greenwich. Seating is limited, though, so call 860-548-1000 today for reservations. That's 860-548-1000. Secure your family's future now. Call today, 860-548-1000. How would you like to have a rewarding experience and earn $1,000 a month besides? Host a Chinese student as they attend one of our local high schools. Chinese students between the ages of 14 and 17 will be arriving in Greater Waterbury to attend local private high schools for 10 months. AIEP, that's Apex International Education Partners in Watertown, is looking for host families to provide a bedroom, meals, and transportation to and from school. 
Host families receive a $1,000 monthly stipend per student, and you can host up to two students at a time. Students will be studying at Chase Collegiate, Holy Cross, and Sacred Heart High Schools. Bring diversity to your home, earn additional income, and develop lifelong relationships. Learn more about hosting by calling AIEP in Watertown at 203-992-2437. Once again, that number is 203-992-2437. The rewards are bountiful. This April, the exciting game of Kino is coming to Connecticut. And if you're a business owner, it can be fun and profitable for you. Learn more about the profits, prizes, and possibilities by calling 866-428-KINO or visit ctlottery.org. Please play responsibly. 927, 27 past the hour. Just talking to Robin Sills here, uh, getting ready for her program. But we're also getting ready to check the weekend weather and stuff like that. Robin, you look very nice today. Yes, you too. Uh, it is 27 after the hour. We have 62 degrees outside our Waterbury studios. This time and temperature is brought to you by the Savings Bank of Danbury. Get your mortgage done your way at Savings Bank of Danbury. Apply online at sbdanbury.com. Savings Bank of Danbury, equal housing lender. Good morning, Tom, here in the Waterbury area. Cold front approaching the region. Clouds will be with us today. Mostly cloudy. Afternoon shower, 65. Showers will end tonight. Clearing patchy fog, 50 to 55. Second cold front approaches, passes through tomorrow. Partly sunny tomorrow. Afternoon shower, 70. And sunshine, much cooler Sunday, 55 to 60. And mostly sunny, 60 Monday into Tuesday. This is WATR meteorologist Bill Jackwomen. Warm weather means it's storage time for furs. At Preciosa Furs in Hamden, that's their expertise. But did you know they also clean, condition, and store wool, cashmere, and faux furs as well? Proper care protects, preserves, and prevents premature aging of your garments. Preciosa Furs offers complete repairs right on the premises and expert storage in their secure local facility. Pick up and delivery available. Preciosa Furs in Hamden, 203-230-4847 or preciosafurs.com. Save the date of Friday, May 13th for the party of the decade. Palace 10.1 Take 2 at the Palace Theater. Listen to the fun-filled lineup of entertainment, food, and fun. From 5 to 8 p.m., we'll be rocking on the loading dock with the Eagles tribute band E2 plus beer and food trucks. From 8 to midnight, the Palace features five other places to party. Try the Tuscan Lounge and Wine Bar in the Grand Foyer. Then mosey on up to the mezzanine for a Chicken Country Bar. Stroll on over to the Poli Club for a Broadway cabaret or dance the night away while sipping cocktails on the stage. Later in the evening, it's the Dueling Pianos, Keys to the City in the Orchestra Bar Lobby. All this, plus food stations, libations, desserts, and more. It's all happening on one celebratory night, May 13th at the Palace Theater. One location, six different parties. Reserve your tickets today, 203-346-2000 or at Palace Theater, CT Good morning, WATR. Tom Shute here with you. You're just a minute away from Robin Sills. And I think you said Dr. Palesti is going to be on your show today, Robin. Yeah? Okay, good. Yeah. We're looking forward to that in just a moment. Johnny K is plugging her in and getting her headsets all warmed up for her. Are you ready for Medicare? 10,000 people are turning 65 every day. This amazing statistic means that all of these seniors become eligible to enroll in Medicare. Are you one of them? Do you know what to do? 
Hi, this is Gail Seymour from Western Connecticut Area Agency on Aging. We're a nonprofit agency that provides free and unbiased information to seniors and younger persons with disabilities. If you feel confused and are not sure what to do when you enroll in Medicare, you're invited to our New to Medicare presentation on Thursday, May 19th at 4.30 p.m. This will be held at our office at 84 Progress Lane. We will talk about your Medicare options, how Medicare works with other health insurances, and state programs that could potentially help you pay for your Medicare cost. The presentation is free and open to the public. To reserve a space, please call Western Connecticut Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-994-9422 or 203-757-5449. All right, that's it for me. We're going to stay tuned now for another special presentation here at WATR with our friend Robin Sills, your hostess with the mostest. And we're going to fork it over to her and to Johnny Kay, her personal engineer here at WATR. And you have a terrific, terrific day. I'm going to give you that famous St. Mary's music. And thanks for being here. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Welcome to another edition of Medically Speaking in the Morning. And I hope everyone is doing well out there. Going to get a little bit of rain today, but I think it's going to clear up and we may have a pretty good weekend. I'm just still riding on a high from the other night. We had an incredible event um, with St. Mary's Hospital, our second annual Sparkle event, which is our signature event for the Spirit of Women Network. And today's show is sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network. And we're going to be talking today about mole mystery. And we have with us, and I have to I have to preface what I'm going to say. We have a little technical difficulty here. And I have with me today um, Dr. Alexander Palesti. And he is calling in today because he is an incredibly dedicated physician with the Franklin Medical Group at St. Mary's Hospital. And we're having some technical difficulties with our headset. So we're going to be going back and forth just a little bit with our headsets. But I wanted to thank Dr. Palesti for joining us today. And no, I can't. I hear him, so hang on one second. Doc, are you there? I'm here. Oh, I can hear you. Good. That's great. We're having the, you know, when you're live, you kind of got to go with it. So thank you so much for joining us today. Of course, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. So Dr. Palesti is um, with, as I said, the Franklin Medical Group. He is a surgeon. He is the surgical director of our clinical cancer research at St. Mary's Hospital. And he is also assistant uh, professor of surgery at the University of Connecticut. And you're also the director of our residency training program. That's correct. And director of surgical oncology. So how many hats do you wear? Um, I'm trying to add some more. I also run the simulation lab at this point. That's right. You also run our simulation lab at St. Mary's Hospital. It's incredible. And you are no stranger to us here in the greater Waterbury area. And I know every time you and I chat, I like to bring this up because I think it's so important for people to know that we have so much homegrown talent here. So you've been part of the St. Mary's system since around 2005, but you grew up here in Waterbury. Yes, I, I grew up here in Waterbury, and I actually started with the St. Mary's Hospital system when I was 15 years old. Um, I ended up uh, having a summer job 
as an orderly in the operating room, and, and frankly, that's what um, instigated my interest in, uh, in surgery. Incredible. You know, I've had you do so many programs for us um, over the last several years. And again, you have such a value to us at St. Mary's Hospital, all that you know. And when I saw the topic that the Spirit Women Network put out called Mole Mystery, talking about the dangers of skin cancer, because you are the clinical cancer research director at St. Mary's, I just thought you you are the perfect person to put on the radio and really encourage people, especially during this time of year, to really be careful. I mean, there are there an average person in in today's society is so at risk for skin cancer, and people people don't realize what they've exposed themselves to over the years. And I'm sure in in all your practices, you've seen this. Skin cancer is actually quite common. Um, and I, I think, you know, one of the main things to, I guess, uh, emphasize is that people shouldn't be afraid of the sun. I think with a lot of the media coverage of melanoma and squamous cell and basal cell cancers, which are the three um, types of skin cancers, people have become afraid of the sun. And the reality of it is, is that you can be in the sun. You just have to make sure that you're appropriately protecting yourself from the sun's rays. Who's who's most at risk, Doc? Um, people who are most at risk are those people who have northern European skin types. Um, there are five different types of skin, um, of which the people who are uh, most pale are the ones who are highest at risk, and then it runs down to those people who have the darkest skin, which means that they have the most melanin in their skin. That doesn't mean that they can't get skin cancers, it just means that they're less susceptible to it. And then, you know, there are other risk factors as well. People who've had family histories of skin cancers, those people who've sustained um, burns that cause blistering Mm. before the age of 20 tend to increase their risk of developing skin cancers later on in life, not necessarily shortly after that, but in their 40s and 50s, that will come back to become something um, that could possibly be a skin cancer. You know, most, you know, I've read that the average person has between 10 and 40 moles throughout their body. And those moles can change over time. You know, they can, they can develop or change in their appearance or they can disappear as you age. And a lot of times, I think that we don't pay attention to them if we've had them our entire life. What should people look for? So moles, which in the medical terminology are known as nevi, are essentially those annoying little brown or black spots that you have on your skin. And, and generally speaking, they're not anything to be concerned with. Most people develop those moles during the first 20 years of their life, and like you said, it's considered normal to have about 40 or 50. Mm. Um, What you do need to be concerned with um, is if any of those moles change over time. And there are sort of five things that you need to be concerned with. Um, Essentially, it's the ABCD of um, skin cancers. One is whether or not they remain symmetrical. So you have a perfectly circular mole and it 
looks normal, um, that's not something to be concerned with. But when the edges become irregular, the borders become um, notched or scalloped, um, that's what you should be concerned with. So asymmetry is the A, B is for borders, C is for color. Um, if your bowl is completely brown, completely black, or sometimes even if it's pink, that's okay. It's when your mole starts to have multiple colors to it, a little brown with some pink stippled inside it, or brown and black, <clears throat> you should um, certainly seek professional help to, to determine whether or not that's something to be concerned with. Um, D is the diameter. Um, D stands for size. Uh, anything less than uh, five millimeters or the size of an eraser on a pencil um, is considered normal. Once they start growing above that size, um, you need to be uh, concerned and to seek medical help. And then any type of change that occurs in your skin over time. Um, usually, most moles stay the size they are. They don't change over time. But if they start changing in shape or color or size or if they start to itch or bleed, um, that's when you should really contact your doctor. Now, how often should someone go see a dermatologist who is a specialist in actually looking at the moles and, you know, getting them checked? I mean, I don't think that we make that part of our yearly wellness checkup. Um, most people don't. Um, usually part of your primary care physician's exam is, is looking at skin lesions. Um, if there is something that you're concerned with, I think you should bring that forward at that time and discuss that with your doctor. Um, people who are high risk, people who've had a prior skin cancer, people who are very fair-skinned, um, as I said before, of European descent, those are the individuals who should probably have a dermatologist do a yearly um, skin surveillance study. And what they'll do at that point is they'll make a note of any unusual lesions or lesions that they find suspicious. Um, some of them even have a very complex computer program that takes photographs of the body and notes where these different lesions are and can track the change in those lesions over time. So there's some pretty cool technology out there that can help us with that. I think we are so afraid to find out if something is skin cancer. And, you know, there's a word out there that people hear that scares them, and that word is melanoma. Can you explain what that means? So melanoma is a type of skin cancer. Um, of the three skin cancers I mentioned, which are melanoma, basal cell cancer, and um, squamous cell cancer, mm -hmm. melanoma tends to be the most aggressive um, of those. So I think that's why people tend to be most uncomfortable talking about it and scared of having it. Um, melanoma, well, all three skin cancers are directly linked to sun exposure, but again, melanoma is the one that can have a family predilection um, that tends to be the one that uh, forms after scalding sunburns um, before the age of 20. Um, there are family uh, cancer syndromes of which there's a multiple nevus syndrome where people have rather than 50 or 60 have hundreds of nevi on their body that increases their risk for developing these. Basically what happens with with melanomas is that the um, pigmented structures underneath the surface of the skin which is called melanin um, undergoes uh, abnormal changes through direct exposure to the sun 
And once one cell becomes abnormal and starts dividing aberrantly, it creates more and more, and that's how a mela, or rather a, a nevus or a mole can turn into a skin cancer. It's amazing how many people I know out there have had issues with changing moles and, and, and things that they would have never, ever thought would turn into a cancer, and they are, and they've disregarded them. And it's so important to educate our community out there. What are some of the recommendations that you would throw out to people to protect themselves against the sun? You said, you know, don't be afraid of the sun and we want to enjoy it. This is the time of year we've been in a, you know, especially now we were in a rainy turn for a while and the sun now is coming out and everybody's out there watching their kids in sports and planning their vacations. What are some of the things you would recommend? I think um, one of the most important things is wearing skin protection. If you're going to have exposed areas of skin on your body, protect it with uh, SPF uh, between 30 and 50. Hmm. I think one of the misunderstandings is if you get SPF 80 or 100, um, it tends to be better. And the reality of it is is that um, SPF 50 provides uh, almost uh, 93% um, protection against the sun rays. And then as you start increasing from there, the percentage increase is only in the uh, tenth of a hundredth of a percentage point. So it goes from 93.3 to 93.8 when you go up to SPF 60. And you're paying an incredible amount of money for something that's not really assisting you. So using sunscreen, I would say SPF 50 for most people um, is probably most important. And then don't uh, under value the importance of wearing hats in the sun, but not a baseball cap. You need something that's going to cover the top of your ears because those are susceptible. Um, that's such a great point. I don't know how many times I've seen where the tops of my husband's ears and my dad's and my father-in-law's from cutting the lawn and working outside have been sunburned. Sure. And and there's a lot of men out there that end up with, I know my father-in-law did, with, with um, issues around the ears. Yes, and, and, you know, basal cell cancers and squamous cell cancers are incredibly common on the tops of the ears um, because of the consistent exposure that they end up having. You know, you think about it. We have our children out there playing sports, especially baseball, exactly. and the kids they are wearing wear their baseball cap. caps. Exactly. You know? And so, um, you know, if you're going to wear a baseball cap, then you need to put your SPF um, 50 on the tops of the ears. And then the other thing is, which I don't know that many people know about, there's actually clothing that's been created now that confers SPF. The fibers that are woven into it confer sun protection. So, you know, you can find golf shirts or baseball shirts that where the wow. weave confers SPF 30 to SPF 50 within it. Because just because you're wearing a T-shirt doesn't necessarily protect you from the sun. So those rays can penetrate through your clothing, and you can still have skin cancers even though you're clothed. So something to also keep in mind. You know, and, I, and I'm staying on the sports for a second just because it's that time of year. But, you know, the younger kids, the moms and the dads, you know, were crazy with putting the sun protector on them. But then as these kids get older, you know, and they're playing ball in high school, we, we've got to educate them that their body are so at risk. It's such an opportunity for them to learn and understand that's part of a good health habit to lotion up before they go out on the field. Absolutely. 
and even you know with with your younger children before you go to the beach to lotion up before you get out there and actually putting your sunscreen on before you even get out in the sun is probably the best because it gives it time to absorb into the tissue um, before you start um, sweating and uh, it doesn't absorb as quickly and again you know if you're in the water you need to reapply after you get out of the water right one of the places I always tend to get burned is right on my nose and you know when you mentioned protective hat wear and it's so important you know if you're standing at the edge of the water or going for the walk to wear a hat yes wearing a hat is incredibly important I think that's one of the most underestimated um, protective uh, elements that we can incorporate into our daily lifestyle I always used to get a burn right along my scalp too which is the worst because you don't realize it Absolutely. And as a male, as we age, we tend to have less protection on the top of our head, so it makes hat wear even more important. Absolutely. How about, you know, we're entering the time of year, we may be a little bit past it, but I don't think so, where it's prom season. And because young women have not had an opportunity to get their color and they want to look the best of the best in their prom dresses, they want to go to tanning beds. What That's are your right. thoughts on that? <laughs> Tanning beds are just as dangerous as the sun, if not more so. Um, I mean, just think about it. You've brought the source of energy to within eight inches of your body. Hmm. Um, Not only that, if you're not wearing the little protective goggles that they give to you, you can damage your eyes with it. And the types of skin cancers don't change with the tanning bed. And because it's concentrated, um, it can cause those cancers sometimes even more quickly. So um, tanning beds are not a solution. You still should wear protection, and you should limit the amount of time that you go into tanning beds. I mean, they have the spray tans now. Spray tans are a more natural product. Um, I don't think they've been around long enough for us to know long-term effects, but in the short term, it seems that most of the tanning sprays are products that are um, not uh, cancerous, in terms of not having the ability to cause cancer. Right. Um, some of the pills that te- people take also, um, we don't have enough time on the books to know whether or not there are long-term side effects from right. them um, as to whether or not they, they will cause a cancer. You know, based on your um, history, you know, the history of, you know, you, you seeing patients, what happens when a cancer gets to the point where it's a melanoma? What are some of the things that unfortunately you know people just think it's skin cancer and we can treat the area but it can lead to other types of cancers it it well the the melanoma itself you know won't lead to another type of skin cancer but once you you know are diagnosed with a melanoma mm-hmm. you can certainly have other melanomas it increases right. your risk to develop new melanomas elsewhere. Mm. So if you have had one melanoma, you really should have skin surveillance by a dermatologist at least once a year um, after your initial melanoma has been removed. And a lot of people don't realize what's going on on their back, you know, along their back, because we don't look at our back. You know, that's the one area we don't look at. So having a dermatologist look at your back, it's so important. And, you know, I think we tend to worry more about our face, our chest. We'll see something on our legs, possibly our arms. But 
on your back, you don't tend to look on your back. And when you've seen patients that have had melanomas, do do a lot of people have them towards their back because it's not an area they check? Many people have them on their backs. Um, usually it's on the upper back where you have, you know, the majority of, of the sun exposure. Right. Um, but it's also on the extremities, on the arms, and interestingly on the legs, calves, um, top of the feet. Um, and there's a sub segment of people who can actually get melanoma spontaneously underneath the fingernails. And those are incredibly um, Your kid, how aggressive. Does, how does that happen? It's, it's just an aberration in um, genetics more than anything else. And those are called subungual melanomas, and those tend to be more in the uh, black population of patients um, who have darker pigments. And hmm. that's what makes it uh, very dangerous because people don't necessarily think, oh, that little spot under my nail is something to be concerned with. But if you have a spot or if you have streaks on your nails, um, that are darker in color, certainly something to have looked at. It doesn't necessarily mean you have something. Um, oftentimes we have, you know, streaks like that in our nails, but um, there's nothing wrong with being vigilant and having somebody look at it rather than waiting. We are going to take a quick break, and Doc, when we bring you back, we're going to do a wrap-up. So I'm going to have us ask everyone to hang on for just a minute. Excellent. Thank you. of all ages come be enchanted by Disney in concert magical music from the movies featuring live orchestrations four leading vocalists and video clips from iconic Disney films Frozen Mary Poppins Aladdin Little Mermaid Beauty and the Beast Lion King and more at the Palace Theater in Waterbury Sunday May 22nd buy your tickets now at palacetheaterct.org or by calling 203-346-2000 and get ready to see Disney in concert Sunday May 22nd at the Palace Theater in Waterbury it's time to spring forward with the new and leave the winter behind. What better way to do that but to remodel your home or business? Hi, I'm Lucy Santapetro, the Office and Financial Manager at Sullivan Brothers Remodeling. And when you call, I'm generally the first person you talk to. I schedule your free estimate and help throughout the project in any way I can. If it's on the inside or the outside of a home or business, we design it, we build it, we remodel it, we do everything but live in it. The enjoyment part we leave to you. No job is ever too small or too big. Whatever your home or business remodeling needs, Sullivan Brothers has been serving the community for nearly 30 years. You'll find our talented staff extremely pleasant to work with, if I should say so myself. Call for your free in-home estimate or visit our beautiful showroom located at number one Wilkett Road on the waterbury Wilkett Town Line. 203-879-4555. Sullivan Brothers, your one-stop building and remodeling center. Renovate, redecorate, or consolidate. Turn high-interest credit card debt into one low monthly payment with a fixed-rate home equity line of credit from Savings Bank of Danbury. The equity in your home could be money in the bank with a great rate and easy access to your funds. Visit any Savings Bank of Danbury office. Apply online at sbdanbury.com or call 844-SBD-BANK. Savings Bank of Danbury, Connecticut's local bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, 
everyone. Welcome back. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, and we are Medically Speaking in the Morning, start, sponsored by our Spirit of Women Network. And today we are focusing on something we call mole mystery because we are talking about the sun and preventing skin cancer to our population out in the greater Waterbury community. And we have with us Dr. Alexandra Palesti. Hi, Dr. Palesti. Hello. He has graciously joined me in between patients today. And, you know, I want everyone out there to know Dr. Palesti is a general surgeon with St. Mary's Hospital, but he has done incredible, incredible work um, over the years. And he did a fellowship, actually, in a research fellowship, actually, in plastic surgery at Yale University. And then he spent two years at the prestigious Roswell Park Cancer Institute in Buffalo, New York, where he was a fellow in surgical oncology. And for us at St. Mary's, we're honored to have him as part of the Franklin Medical Group surgical team. And he is the director of our surgical oncology program at St. Mary's Hospital, as well as director of our residency training program and also our simulation lab. So he's an incredible busy man. So to take time out for us to talk about this today, thank you so much. My pleasure. So we want to wrap up. We were talking about skin cancer and mole mystery. So if we wrap up a bit and you have some leaving notes for everyone, what would you say? I would say, <laughs> one, don't be afraid the sun of the sun. Um, just make sure that you appropriately protect yourself with um, SPF 30 to 50 uh, suntan lotions. Um, make sure you wear a hat if you are spending long amounts of time in the sun. Um, and invest in uh, some clothing that has SPF protection, particularly if you're going to spend several hours on the golf course or if you're a runner and you're in the weather uh, for long periods of time. Mostly sportsmen, I think, uh, benefit most from that sort of thing. And it's okay to have a healthy glow, right? It is okay. And it feels good to be in the sun. It so does. Don't, uh, don't not go in the sun. Um, just make sure that as with anything, you appropriately arm yourself. Well, Doc, again, thank you so much for joining us. I want everyone to know out there that Dr. Palesti, you can find him on our St. Mary's website, stmh.org, and click on the Franklin Medical Group and pull up surgical care, and you will see Dr. Palesti's picture. And you can tap on to that um, and learn about the robotic and laparoscopic surgery that he does. He has offices in Southbury, Waterbury, and Prospect. You're in Prospect a bit now, right? I'm in Prospect uh, most of the week. I'm also in Southbury one day a week, and um, I will probably end up being in our Cheshire, Cheshire location. Right at the uh, hopefully uh, late summer, early fall. So we have you bouncing around, but we like to spread you out to our community. That's right. Keeps me interested and busy. Definitely. Well, thank you again so much for joining us, and we will talk to you soon. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank have a you. great day. You too. Bye-bye. So that was Dr. Alexander Palesti. I hope that you've got some great information um, from him on our mole mystery. And you can definitely um, learn more about Dr. Palesti by going on um, stmh.org and clicking on the Franklin Medical Group. Click on Surgical Care 
and find a doc and you will be able to see his picture and all his information and how to get a hold of him and all his different locations. I want to do a quick wrap up again on the event that we had Wednesday evening, the second annual Sparkle event that's part of the Spirit of Women. It's our signature event. It was incredible. We had close to 800 women, as I mentioned. We had a room that was called Dessert with the Docs, where we had 30 physicians in the room networking with women and having desserts from Sweet Maria's. It was incredible. I invite you to go on to the St. Mary's Hospital Facebook page to see postings and pictures from that night. I think you will find some incredible treats that were there. And I also encourage you to go on the St. Mary's Hospital website and register as a Spirit of Women member. You will then be get emails regarding all the events that are coming up. You'll also get some helpful information, some health information that we post on there and that the Spirit of Women updates for us frequently. It's really important to take care of you and take care of your health. So we invite you to be part of our Spirit of Women network. And then you won't miss out on the chance to come to our programming. We are going to have another program in the fall on menopause and then another program um, in the later fall, early winter in November, um, about type 2 diabetes and more to that. I will talk more about that at our next program. So thank you so, so much for joining me today. We will see you again on our next morning program on the second Friday morning of every month. And I will also be back in two weeks on Wednesday evening with our next program. This is Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, Medically Speaking. Exceptional care, every patient, every day. Have a great weekend. AM WATR Waterbury Fox News Radio I'm Dave Anthony schools are being put on notice nationwide to let transgendered students use whatever bathroom they want. It's a federal directive. Fox's Rachel Sutherland live in Washington. Dave, some school systems, including New York and D.C., already have transgender bathroom policies. But the Obama administration is now directing all public schools to allow boys and girls to use the restroom that matches their gender identity. The Education and Justice Department sent a letter to school officials which doesn't carry the force of law, but does include a threat that schools which do not comply could face lawsuits and the loss of federal aid. The move comes as the Obama administration in North Carolina go to court over the state's transgender bathroom law. Dave? Now, Rachel, a student was shot at a high school in Greenville, South Carolina this morning in the cafeteria. He was said to be conscious and talking when taken to a hospital. The school was put on lockdown. No word if there was a shooter or if it was somehow self-inflicted. The search continues for a gunman who shot two Manchester, New Hampshire police officers at around 2 a.m. They are said to be doing fine recovering. That manhunt has closed some schools this morning. Some Subaru owners are being told to stop driving their cars. 
Fox's Jeff Manasso details a new recall live. Dave Subaru is recalling about 52,000 2016 to 2017 Legacy and Outbacks, telling drivers not to touch them and dealers not to sell them until they're fixed. Subaru says in government documents that steering columns in newer Legacies and Outbacks may have been manufactured improperly and may not engage, meaning the steering wheel could rotate freely and drivers could lose control. It's unclear if the apparent defect has led to crashes or injuries. Contact your dealer. Dave. Jeff, as far as record keepers know, there's now only one person born in the 1800s who is still alive. Emma Murano from Italy, born in November of 1899, is now the world's oldest person now that Shoshana Mushat Jones has died in New York City. She was also 116. I'm David Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Attention homeowners, rates are dropping to another historic low. Hi, I'm Wesley Hoagland with Westland Financial. Whether you're buying a home or refinancing, we can do this with no closing costs. That's right, no points, no fees. Even if you refinanced in the last year, we can still probably save you money. Save hundreds or thousands of dollars a year. The only way you can lose money is not to call Westland Financial. Call us at 888-455-3669. That's 888-455-3669. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 3304. Not all loans apply. Equalizing lender. It's the Ready to Ride sales event and time to gear up for the ultimate family fun on the water. With proven features for unmatched control, comfort, and peace of mind, Sea-Doo has a watercraft for every type of rider. With models starting as